0: So today we are reading a story for a special holiday called Presidents' Day. Here in the good old United States of America, we have all the people who are in charge of our country. they are presidents. We have a day designed just for them. And I feel like we learn, we have learned a lot about who the presidents are. And um, but we, what we forget is that the presidents. Are always, at least so thus far, people who have families. And we should think about them too. So today, bum ba da, bum, we are reading a story about a guy named Abraham Lincoln's son. The story is called The Magnificent mm-hmm. Mischief yes. of. The Magnificent Mischief of Tad Lincoln. It's written by Raymond Arroyo and it's illustrated by Jackie Davis. Let's figure it out. Hold on to your hats, friends, because it might get a little bit crazy here. At least it looks like it is. Here we go. As a baby, Thomas Lincoln was called Tad. By his father, Abe, who thought that the boy wiggled and squirmed just like a tadpole. Do you know what a tadpole is? Baby frog. Yeah. Yep. And Tad lived up to his name. He was everywhere at once, creating mischief and mishaps. Because of his cleft palate, Tad was sometimes difficult to understand. Children would often tease him about his lisp. Do you know what a cleft palate is? No. Okay, so uh, you know how you've got two perky lips? and they, you're, behind them are your teeth inside, your teeth is where your gums and your tongue, and your mouth, all that stuff inside of it is. Well, there's a nice fine line between where those things start and stop. But people who have cleft palates, there can be some confusion and it can be different for every person who has one. But sometimes their lips don't like to separate from their gums very well. And you can sometimes even see their teeth. It's, it's, it causes them to have problems to speak. Means that when they when they were um, in their mommy's um, womb, becoming a baby, things didn't quite finish settling properly, and so their mouth can have some issues. But it's there doesn't make them any stranger or un, more unusual than anyone else. It just means that they have a little bit of an issue in that area, and most of the time nowadays, um, a doctor when they see it when the baby is born will will take them into surgery and get it fixed but um not always not always but it makes them very interesting people just like we are interesting people now so tad stayed close to his family playing pranks on his brother oh he pranked his brother willie especially on oh i we can kind of see what he's up to but hold on especially on their paw, Abe, who usually reacted by doubling over in helpless, neighing laughter. So in the picture we can see, oh there he is getting up to mischief. His brother is doing a painting and he has taken the paint and smeared it on the wall. Naughty, very naughty. Lincoln was devoted to his boys and would spend evenings reading to them or sharing stories from his own childhood. He once told them how, at eight years old, he spied wild turkeys flying over his family's cabin in Indiana. And Abe asked to borrow his father's rifle and with his mother's permission from inside the cabin, he shot through a crack and killed one of the turkeys. Examining the beautiful dead bird, young Abe regretted what he had done. Well, I have never pulled a trigger on any larger game, boys, Abe told his sons. Why not, Pa? Ted asked, or Tad asked. My impression is that mercy bears richer fruits than any other attribute. what do you think that means i think that means that being merciful and being extra kind is the way that that abraham lincoln wanted to go but i also think that turkey is a delicious food especially at thanksgiving i'm sure he probably could manage to eat some then now In 1860, as the clouds of civil war gathered over the nation, Abraham Lincoln was elected President of the United States. Well, seven-year-old Tad, Willie, and their parents moved to Washington, D.C. But even the White House could not tame Tad's mischievous spirit. He was seven when his dad became president. Tad's first order of business was to figure out the mansion's bell system, which summoned the White House workers. Well, once he found the controls, he rattled every bell in the house, as well as the entire staff. So in, in old houses, in rich, fancy houses, they would have a cloth a ribbon hanging from the wall, and you could pull on it. And it had a ribbon and the ribbon ran all the way through the house and it would ring a bell in a room where there was um all the people would be working who needed to come and oh someone needs me and they would run to the room instead because the house was so big you know it became impossible to yell down the hallway and down the stairs and be heard so this was how they would let people know that they needed to be in a different room In Washington, the boys' days were filled with animals. There was a pair of kittens and rabbits and a pony for riding both inside and outside. Wait a minute, hold on. They would ride a pony inside? What? Tad would often hitch his goat, Nanko, to an overturned chair and race from room to room inside the White House. If the staff and guests were startled, Mrs. Lincoln took it in stride. Let the children have good time, she would say. Oh my lord, I would not, Mrs. Lincoln, you cannot let a goat run through your house. Oh my goodness. But the good times were short-lived. Days after Tad's eighth birthday, war broke out and soldiers from Massachusetts and Rhode Island moved into the White House grounds to protect the president. Tad and Willie, Began regularly visiting nearby army encampments with their father. Oh my goodness, can you imagine if the army lived right outside your house? What would that be like? The experience inspired the Lincoln boys to wear little uniforms at the White House, where they soon built their own fort on the roof. Their favorite game was to make a toy soldier named Jack stand trial. Oh my goodness. The boys would charge the doll with a crime for deserting his post or falling asleep on duty. They would find him guilty and shoot him with a make-believe cannon and then bury him in the White House flower beds. Oh my goodness. Um, Needless to say, I think those boys were learning um, a a little bit too much perhaps. One day, Tad, Willie, and their friends were about to give Jack a full military funeral when the White House gardener interrupted their march. He's... he's probably not very happy, is he? Look at his face. Mm -hmm. To spare his flower beds, he encouraged the boys to ask their father to pardon Jack. And Tad leapt at the idea. We'll get Pa to fix up a pardon. And he led the charge up to President Lincoln's office, pa won't care so they would call their dad pa right and did you know that if you have done something if you're in the military and you've done something that breaks all the rules the president can say i pardon you which is another way of saying i forgive you and they won't get in trouble for it the president's secretary tried to stop the children in the hallway, but Mr. Lincoln, hearing the clatter, opened to the office door, and right away, Tad begged his father to pardon Jack. You know, Tad, the president said, it's not unusual to grant pardons. It's without some sort of hearing, and you come in here and you tell me why you think Jack should have a pardon. So the boys stormed into the cabinet meeting that was in session, and that's a big meeting. And Tad made his case. After listening patiently, President Lincoln nodded. It's, it's good law, Tad, that no man shall twice be put on jeopardy for his life at the same offense, and you've already shot and buried Jack a dozen times. I guess he's entitled to a pardon. Well, Mr. Lincoln scribbled it on a piece of paper and handed it to Tad, and the boy smirked. I told you he wouldn't care. And... Tad crowed and exited the office. Um, although we don't make it a habit of interrupting daddies while they work, do we? Especially if our daddies are presidents. They have a lot of work to do and we have to respect their time, don't we? And look at the guys in the in the room that, that were interrupted while they were doing their talking. They don't look very happy either. Let's see. Their playtime ended when Tad and Willie were stuck in their beds with fever. Tad recovered in a few weeks, but Willie did not. Overcome by the death of Willie, Mr. Lincoln would sometimes bolt from meetings and sob privately in the hall. And without Willie to play with Tad, wandered the quiet White House all alone he would often burst into tears at the memory of the fun that he and his brother had together his loss drew tad and his father closer than ever before that's a very sad thing sometimes we lose people in our lives and we can't get them back but we can remember what what wonderful people they were right and that can help us that can help us feel better. Whenever the president gave speeches or ventured out to review the troops, Tad was by his side, and in the White House, he was Mr. Lincoln's shadow. When relatives of soldiers imprisoned or facing punishment in the battlefield lined up at the White House seeking presidential pardons, Tad would sometimes drag them up to his pa's office, and as they pled their case before Mr. Lincoln, Tad would lay on the floor next to the president's desk listening. With the war grinding on and the White House still shrouded in grief over the loss of Willie, a gloom hung over the holidays that year. But when the Lincolns were given a plump, herky jerky turkey for Christmas, Tad soon made a new friend. Perhaps he even saw something of himself in this odd bird. He named his playmate Jack just like the toy soldier that he and Willie used to play with. Tad, what? I don't know, maybe they let it go gave it to one of the other boys instead of trying to bury it in the garden. Okay, Tad taught Jack to eat from his hand and to trot behind him and took him out for walks on a leash. Tad didn't care what the others thought. He had a playmate again, so it came as a shock when the White House chef informed Tad that Jack was to be the center of the Lincoln's holidays festivities. Jack was supposed to be their dinner. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, yum, yum, yum. Let's see what they say though. In a flood of tears, Tad tore up the stairs to his father's office. We can't just forgive these people, Mr. President. A cabinet secretary argued as Tad exploded into the room. They must pay a severe price for what they've done. Tad yelled, Pa, that executioner in the kitchen means to kill Jack. It's wicked. You can't let him. Jack was sent to be eaten. I can't help it, son. The The president explained, but he's a good turkey. He's well-trained, too. You can't let him die, Pa! Tad cried, burying his face in Lincoln's coat. You, you can't! Um, I suppose it's, it's safe to say that Tad has turned that turkey into his pet. What do you think? The president couldn't help but smile At Tad's sweet pleadings, he reached for his pen and granted Jack the turkey a full reprieve of execution. He pardoned him. A year later, Jack was still a part of the Lincoln family during the presidential election in 1864. As soldiers voted on the White House lawn, President Lincoln noticed Jack in the voting line. Why is your turkey at the polls? Does he vote? No, Tad said, seriously, he's not of age yet. The president howled with laughter. Tad's kind heart and madcap mischief lifted his paw's spirits through the darkest days of the Civil War. He His constant interruptions reminded the president of the joy beyond the war and the need for mercy. Lincoln's acts of forgiveness to bind up a broken country might never have happened if not for his son, Tad, urging him to pardon dolls and wayward soldiers and even a turkey named Jack. Each year, the President of the United States still pardons a turkey at the White House. It's an ongoing remembrance of Tad Lincoln and his pa, who knew that pardon and mercy heal all wounds, even those of a nation and it's true that for this very till this very day if you are in Washington DC during Thanksgiving they will pardon them the turkeys they still eat other ones but the ones that they've turned into pets get pardoned i guess or maybe they have tur- they have ham or maybe they have very big chickens no, I think it's tricky. You're right. Yeah, it's tricky. But nevertheless, it's interesting to know that our presidents have had children and their children have personalities and they're all really interesting and fun people. And that, my friends, is the end.